Hey, good morning and welcome to Thursday. You know the best thing about Thursday? It's one day away from Friday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And how you doing? Labor Day weekend is almost here. The Derby is going to run. Yes, the Kentucky Derby in September. It makes no sense, but this is the world that we live in now, the COVID-19 world. Uh, right before uh, I was coming on, I was listening to the commercial break. My good friend Brian McKnight, if you're looking for a, a uh, an activity that you can enjoy uh, during the time of COVID, uh, do a trout, trout tamer's trip. Uh, down the the North Platte River, it is incredible. Brian's incredible. He's a great guy. The guy's been doing this for decades. Uh, he's wildly entertaining, and you're you're isolated. You're out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you, your buddy, or maybe you and your wife. Maybe it's you and your kid. Uh, a great way, you know. I mean, thinking about, you know, what can you do? Because it's so hard. You know, nothing's open. Or do you, do you really want to, you know, go to the movies or go to a bowling alley if it's open? Do you really want to mess around where there's a lot of people? Uh, try one of those trips. Uh, I, everybody that I've talked to that's been on it has absolutely loved it. And and I and I was just thinking about, man, I wish I was up there because that's what I would do. Because I'm sitting there, me and my wife, all the time. We're t- we're so poor. What are we going to do? Uh, give Brian McKnight a call at, at Trout Tamers. Uh, get yourself on one of those trips. You'll be glad you did it. I promise you. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And before we get into all the news, a couple of announcements. Obviously, Labor Day weekend uh, is is coming this, this week, Monday, uh, both radio stations, both uh, 1010 and 1360, we will be closed for the Labor Day holidays. The markets are closed. Everybody uh, gets an extra day off, if you will, so try to enjoy it. Uh, but we'll be back on Tuesday. So on Monday, uh, you'll hear the show that we do tomorrow. You'll probably hear that again on on. Uh, on Monday, and then we'll be back live again on Tuesday. Uh, our offices here at Patriot will also be closed. So if you're looking to buy or sell, buy or sell, do it today or tomorrow, or you're going to have to wait until Tuesday. And as you know, product avail- availability has become very difficult. And Everybody's been pouring in. Uh, every time there's a dip in the market, uh, more people come into the market. Uh, we've been having trouble uh, getting large quantities of product. Uh, to that end, here in Phoenix, uh, we here in Phoenix, uh, we are buying and paying cash. And I'm talking. You know, you want to bring in ten twenties, twenty twenties. Heck, if you want to bring in fifty twenties. I'm paying cash, so 800-951-0592. Call, set yourself up an appointment. We'd love to buy uh, what you have. The only thing we're really not interested in, like 100-ounce silver bars, 1,000-ounce silver bars, something like that. Uh, but uh, on the gold side, you know, $20, $10, $5, uh, we're buying those silver eagles. If anybody ever wanted to sell those, we're buying those. Uh, even rounds and things of that nature. So we're we're in the we're in the buying business. We don't do a lot 
of promoting. <laughs> hey, we buy. We always buy, uh, but but right now we're 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 especially uh, interested in helping you. Uh, well, do whatever it is you need to do with it. And like I said, here in Phoenix, we will be paying you cash if you so desire. A big day in the markets. Uh, uh, the Dow at one point was down over. Over 800 points, and it happened in in minutes. The Dow had uh, opened up down. It was down about 400 points. Gold was flat, and Jason and I were talking on the phone, and I'm not kidding. It couldn't have been a minute or two. Uh, the Dow was down 800 points. At one point, gold was down uh, like 20 bucks. Now, gold's gold's come back here now, and, and it's down 7 uh, the Dow is down uh, just under 600, but this is just my spin on it. Labor Day weekend, uh, on Tuesday, all the uber-rich guys will, will come back to the office. You know, they've been in the Hamptons. Uh, they're on their way back. And, and yesterday, the S&P, you know, we've been talking about valuations. And, you know, you just got to be careful out there because we know, we, we understand. Listen, we've been through bubbles enough to, to understand when we see them. I mean, right? I don't care what they say on the, the idiot box. We understand. Just call the spade a spade. Right? The, the Federal Reserve's created another bubble on Wall Street, another debt bubble. That's what they try to do. they got to make debt bubbles bigger. The S&P took out the record set at the height of the tech bubble as far as P.E. ratios yesterday. So my guess is they just you know had to take a little bit off the top today. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, is there uh, a major Wall Street correction coming? Yes. Do I think it's coming you know next week or the week after or the next month? I don't think so uh, because you know they're still in full pump mode. But eventually, we'll see it, right? And whether it's before the election or after the election, I think that's really kind of uh, the only real debate. Is it going to be before or after? I'm kind of an after guy, uh, only because I think Trump's going to win. If uh, uh, if Wall Street thinks Biden's going to win, then they'll probably be before. But that's just that's just my guess. You know, what do I know? I, I don't know. I don't want to really talk much politics today. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The best uh, anti-corona trip around. Trout tamers. Brian McKnight. Call that guy. We'll be back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. This just in: Kurt Russell is going to go to New York and help New Yorkers escape from New York, just like he did, what was that, like in the 80s? Remember that movie, uh, Escape from New York? Nobody can leave. There's no more movie. <laughs> they're, they're out of moving trucks. You're, you're stuck there. Uh, I don't know if you saw uh, the president now saying, hey, you know what? Let's just defund these places. Let's just stop giving money to these cities that don't want to end the violence. Uh, and then, of course, New York being one of those places, and Andrew Cuomo telling him, if Trump comes to New York, he better bring an army. Oh, he'll bring an army, all right. Uh, don't you worry about that, uh, Governor Cuomo. I got an I got an idea. How about you get your army out there, get the National Guard out there, let's get some law and order. That's all I'm saying. Peaceful protest all day long. Knock yourself out. I love it. That's what America's about. All day long. Protest to your heart's content. 
I stand behind you. I stand behind your right to protest. I do. I think it's wonderful. But when it turns violent, when it turns to looting and rioting, and literally uh, Portland again today now says part of the city now is all under mob control. That that oh, no, that's not protesting. Burning people's uh, livelihood is not protesting. So I, I don't know. You know, again, I, I love the uh, mostly. They love to do the mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful means it's not peaceful. Sorry, that means it's not. Anyway, enough about that. Enough about that, right? Kurt Russell, please help these people escape from New York. Will you please? And I think he did escape from L.A. after that. Dude, you can do them both. Nobody wants to live there anymore. It will be perfect. Who knows? Maybe Kurt Russell can be the next president, right? He, after Trump wins again, we'll get him. We'll get it all fixed up. Uh, actually, I don't know. He's probably a liberal. So, uh, anyway, jobless claims today, right? This is jobless week. Today's numbers are absolutely worthless. I hate to say it. They decided they didn't like the number, right? We've been talking about these numbers. You know, they're spent about a, you know, a million plus every week. Today, a number came up. They gave a number today. They did. Every Thursday, they tell you, hey, here's how many people file for unemployment claims. And then they always got to do the seasonal adjustment nonsense, which may may have made sense uh, if we were all idiots, right? Why we couldn't figure out that, you know, hey, after Christmas time, a lot of people lose their jobs or, oh, we can't figure out uh, during the summer, uh, back in the olden days, you know, Ford and General Motors used to just take two weeks off. Remember, the, you know, they used to make adjustments for this kind of stuff. Not that any of it actually still happens anymore, but they did. And they called it seasonal adjustments because they, they, they wanted everything to be nice and smooth. Yeah, see, we, we don't want to have ups or downs because, I mean, if it goes way up or way down, we may have to explain to people why it was that, hey, don't get too excited. And so they came up with this great idea of seasonal adjustments. And so we've been going through this coronavirus now for, I don't know, how many, what are we, week 24, 25, something like that. And today they decided, you know what, these seasonal adjustments are just screwing us up, right? It's a mess, right? We've got these seasonal adjustments, and most of it was because of, I don't really know what it would be, but maybe Labor Day coming to an end and maybe people, you know, losing their summer job, something like that. I don't know, but they were, they were doing these seasonal adjustments. And they said because of the seasonal adjustments, the number was a little higher than it should have been because of coronavirus. Whatever they were seasonally adjusting for, they didn't say what it was. <laughs> but this week they decided to, to take it out because they, they, they said that they were overstating it. So I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Boy, this number's probably going to get real low then. You know, uh, 881,000, so... I guess it's under a million. The problem was they didn't even give us one example. What if you had taken out all the other seasonal adjustments? Because I don't know if this number's any good or not. Is that a good number? I mean, I know it's below a million, 
But whereas last week below a million was the week, were the last 10 weeks all below a million? I don't know. So everybody uh, got a little excited when it first came out, and then everybody read, oh, wait a minute. They just changed the way they did the number. Same thing on the unemployment claims. Same thing again. You got you almost you really have to throw it away. We have to wait till next week. If next week's number comes in at, you know, eight hundred and eighty thousand, nine hundred thousand, then we kinda know, right, these seasonal adjust that wasn't worth anything. Right? It, it, it's just the same old, just a different number. They they found a way, kinda like inflation, right? They they track six different types of inflation. I you know, the one thing that's funny about it is I didn't know there was more than one type. Right? Inflate if something costs more, right, it's inflation. But apparently there's six kinds of inflation. Uh, they like to use the lowest one, right? So apparently now we've got multiple kinds of unemployment reports. I have been proponent. Nobody wants to do it. Uh, but let's just get rid of all seasonal adjustments and use actual data. I know it's crazy, but we've got this brand new invention. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys have heard about it or not, right? But it's called a, a computer. I mean, they're amazing. Matter of fact, your phones are now computers. And and the technology, it's amazing. They can do one kajillion transactions and calculations in a millisecond. I mean, just think about it. We could actually use real data. I mean, I know that's crazy talk. Right? We, we want to pretend like, you know, we're back in the 50s and somebody's got an, an abacus out, right? He's got a, a pencil with an eraser with the, with the little lines on, on his little uh, uh, paper on his spreadsheets, right? And then, and then we got to mail them and, and somebody else got to open the letter and then they, they've got to make a spreadsheet. I mean, come on. Come on. But here's the problem with real data. You may not like what you see. You may not like what you see. Uh, But nonetheless, today, I just thought, just awesome. I got to give them credit. Listen, brilliant. Hey, listen, this million-dollar thing, this million jobs, it's making us look bad. So somehow, 881,000, that makes us feel better? That still would be an all-time record high by like 25%. It, 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 I don't know. Anyhow, uh, that was the the number today. Uh, the continuing claims, right? The another one they they misrepresented again. It's a long story short. We've got whatever it is, twenty seven, twenty eight million people every week that need a check. Every week, that number used to be one point six million. So I mean, do the math simple. It's not that hard. I mean, I don't even have a computer to do that. I did that in my head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Public school, baby. You know? Uh, so anyway, very interesting number today. Uh, no revisions to any of the previous numbers, like I said. So do with it as you like. Uh, something we do need to talk about. The the um, the FICA. The payroll tax deduction could have started for you it's up to the employer apparently whether or not 
They want to uh, give you your 6.2% of payroll tax. Most employers that I've heard of, people that that I talk to that own businesses, are not doing it. Because the way that is, this is one of Donald Trump's uh, uh, executive actions, right? Uh, suspend the payroll, t- uh, the payroll tax, and get more money in people's paycheck, right? Another way to try to incentivize these people to get back to work. How it, how it really worked was, hey, for the rest of the year, you don't have to pay your payroll tax. And then again, I think the employers are the one making that call. I don't know if you have uh, the ability to to do that the employer has the option but what they didn't tell you was starting in january they'll withhold double right so it really was it was more like a loan right he's letting you have a loan and then you got to pay it back uh probably way too complicated for most people so i don't know uh again uh some of this stuff makes for real good headlines right and then some of it is just uh uh, trying to, and like I said, when Trump did all those executive actions, he was just trying to get the Democrats to make a deal. Uh, now it was Chucky Schumer's turn. Now the, they're supposed to come back here after the holiday, right? So after Labor Day, they're going to get back. Uh, they're all are already saying, forget it. We're not dealing uh, the the Republicans. It's not enough. We want two point something trillion more dollars. Uh, Headlines everywhere about how big the debt is. And I, I do want to say this. Be careful what you read. And let me explain what you're reading. So you're seeing these headlines now that says the national debt is now over 100% of GDP for the very first time since World War II. Okay? And then when you read it, if, if you do read it, they're talking about a deficit of like twenty trillion, and you're like, wait a minute, the deficit's twenty seven trillion. What are these guys talking about? So th- this is more of a what they're talking about is the debt held by the public, right? They don't want to talk about hey, the debt held by the Social Security Trust Fund allegedly wink wink not not that doesn't count. Uh, the debt the debt held on the Federal Reserve's balance sheet somehow that doesn't count, right? Uh, so what? You know, sure, okay, right. If, if we don't want to count everything, I guess we're at that number: a hundred and five percent of GDP in rising. And if the uh, Democrats have their way, right, we'll be even higher than that. And but again, the, the just to clarify what they meant. Obviously, the total national debt is already well above, well above. As a matter of fact, if we get near the Democrats' number of that two trillion plus. By the end of this year, we'll be at 150% of GDP because the debt will be $30 trillion. Uh, the economy, we've got about a $20 trillion economy here in the U.S. Uh, so at $30 trillion, you're looking at, at one and a half times. And then how much of that's held by the public, right? That's, that's the difference. Uh, in case you were wondering, uh, I saw those. They, they, they were just about everywhere. Uh, everybody seemed to have an article about... Uh, the debt being the highest since World War II as far as what is held by the public. So I just wanted to clarify for everybody because it's kind of confusing because you're like, wait a minute, why are they saying $20 trillion? That's why. They don't want to count it all. You know, kind of like uh, big little little, uh, little number, big number, uh, national debt right now. So you got to remember the fiscal year ends 
at the end of the month. So at the end of September, the federal government's fiscal year ends. So 2020, as far as the government's concerned, ends at the last day of September. The They're forecasting a federal budget deficit of $3.3 trillion. Of course, that's what they're saying the little number is going to be. Uh, the big number is going to be somewhere above $4 trillion. And, of course, now the, the thing that I guess, I guess, good news maybe that because of the stall tactics by, by the Democrats, this next stimulus bill, whatever that may be, by the time it actually gets into the public's hands, that def- that'll go to the 2021's budget deficit. So I guess, you know, there's some good news, I guess, is, you know, we were thinking we could have hit $5 trillion this year, small number, uh, because we're not going to, doesn't look like that stimulus is going to get done in time. Uh, we'll just have a bigger number next year. See, everybody feels better. Picture Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, there was a survey out. Yes, I love, you know, you know how I feel about surveys, but they, they sent it out to all the smarty pants economists out there. Uh, that's why I didn't get one. Uh, and they asked them, in the next 12 to 18 months, are we going to have inflation, deflation, or none of the above. In other words, hey, we're not going to have either one. So we're going to have inflation, deflation, or nothing at all. Uh, overwhelming, 75% said inflation. 25% said deflation. My guess it just depends on what part of the economy you're thinking about. Right? We had a great interview yesterday. James Morgan was speaking spectacular yesterday already saying he's already getting listings already for these people that are on these moratoriums on their mortgages um and and for those of you that didn't catch that and i'll share this with everybody because i think it makes sense um what he thinks and obviously anything could happen but these moratoriums are coming to an end and each state's a little different uh, we'll get to the renters here in a minute. The CDC, I don't, they did something really crazy the other day. But the chances that these people are going to be able to pay it back are slim to none because what is happening right now is the lenders want the balloon payment. So let's just say you didn't pay in March. You didn't pay in April. You didn't pay in May. You didn't pay in June. You didn't pay in July. You didn't pay in August. And let's just say your moratorium ends in October. Well, you're going to have to make one big payment to them. They want the whole thing, all the months you missed, all up front. And if that doesn't happen, right, they're going to start that foreclosure process. So if you think you're one of those people, hey, I've got equity in my home still, but I don't, you know, I'm not going to be able to make this mortgage payment. You, you, you need to seriously uh, think about uh, doing so because here's the problem. Sooner or later, the moratorium ends, and then all of a sudden, the inventory of homes, which has been real tight, all of a sudden, there's a lot more inventory out there. The price drops, and next thing you know, all of a sudden, that equity you thought you have, you don't have anymore. 
You know, and then and then you're what? Now all of a sudden you got to have a short sale. You know that we. I mean, we've seen this before, uh, but it, I guess it just depends on which one you think. I kind of say we're going to have both. I think we're going to have deflationary things in certain areas and a lot of inflation in other areas. Uh, to date, child care. You know, something my kids are older, so I don't really think about it. You know, because they're. They don't need Sarah and I outside of they, you know, give me money, right? Outside of that, right? They they could take care of themselves, but the cost of child care just since the pandemic, I'll, I'll give you, um, I'll give you the total if they do that. The average, okay, the average, and then I'll give you Arizona and Colorado, the average for a, an infant. Is up 29%. Again, this is just since March. An infant up 29%. A toddler, the average, is up 45%. A three-year-old through preschool, up 54%. Uh, That's a three-year-old preschool. Four-year-old preschool. Apparently, I didn't know that made a difference, but it does. Uh, that's up 59%. And, of course, the worst one, family child care at home. The average in the country, up 70%. Uh, Arizona, I'll give you Arizona, I'll give you Colorado numbers. Arizona, uh, tod- infant, 54%. Toddler, 72%. Three-year-old preschool, up 111%. Four-year-old preschool up 126. Family child care at home up 75%. Colorado, some better, some worse. Infant and toddler up 49%. Three-year-olds up 70. Four-year-olds up 85. Family care at home up 80%. And again, don't worry, though. uh, The Federal Reserve doesn't count that at all. So there you go. So if you were worried about, you know, how's that going to infect the, uh, affect the Federal Reserve's inflation, not at all. Matter of fact, you know what I just, you know, every day we've got it's National This Day or National uh, national Donut Day or National Pizza Day or National, I don't even know, it, it's National Something Day today. Why does it just be, it's National We Just Made a Bunch of Crap Up Day, right? Why don't we just have that? Right? We'll just make a bunch of crap up. Jobless claims, ah, we don't like the number. Let's come up with a new one. Yeah, we'll just make it up. Inflation, we'll just make it up. The, per- the percentage of, the, of debt to GDP, let's just make it up. Here's the problem. In the real world, we can't just make it up. Right? We've got to pay the bill. I mean, I... I don't. I, I. I wonder how many people, because of the cost of childcare, let's just say there was a job for them, right? They were both, you know, mom and dad were working, or maybe you know, it's a single, single mom, single dad, or whatever it may be, single parent household, or both parents are working. COVID came along. Maybe you didn't even lose your job, but all of a sudden. The cost of child care got to the point where it was like, well, okay, honey, you know, one of it, 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 what you're making working, 
isn't enough to pay for the child care. I don't know. I mean, I'm just looking at these. I mean, how can double? They're talking about it's up double. I don't know. I, I, I just, again, and, and the fact that they don't want to act like that's happening uh, is one of those things. You know, and you see them, you see the food bank lines, and you see uh, the rioting and the looting, and then and then you're out there, and we're, we're trying to get through all of these things, and the best thing that could possibly happen is law and order comes back, and we get our arms around this. There's a lot of talk today about this vaccine. Sure, a lot of people have seen it. They're saying, uh, "Hey, it could be like the, a couple of days before the you know November, uh, a couple of days before the election." I don't know. I don't know my feelings about it. I don't trust it. I don't know if it's possible, but Pfizer, they have one. They're they're in the trials right now, and Pfizer says they've got 23,000 people. They're, they want the trial to be 30,000 total. Uh, they're up to 23,000 in this, and their particular vaccine is called, let me give you the, so you can look it up yourself. Uh, oh, boy, where did it go? They, they always update it so fast, dude. Well, when I get back, I'll give you the uh, the name of the vaccine that Pfizer says could be ready right before the election. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. The Dow's down 700. The S&P's down 115. The NASDAQ down 565. Gold's down 6. Silver's down 38 since uh speaking of silver silvers uh just below twenty seven dollars this morning uh I got a a bag of a u piece dollars so these are you know, we've been doing a uh, a lot of these dollars in the dice ones right now you know we we uh we people really seem to appreciate especially you know you're thinking about the peace dollars uh starting in nineteen twenty two uh, I think it was all the way what through 1934. Uh, the peace dollar, of course, that replaced the Morgan dollar, and the Morgan dollar uh, that was like what 1878 or 1876. I can't remember one of those two. I think it was 1878 through 1904, and then they didn't mint any peace dollars from 1904 to 1921, and then 1921 they minted a cabillion of them. Um, so that's why Morgans you always have. Uh, a price for 1921s and then a price for pre-21s and the pre-21s are always worth more because there's just a lot less of them. Uh, on the peace dollar, they created the peace dollar after World War II, World War One, right? Because there was going to be peace. Now we're not going to make that mistake again. Of course, and then World War Two broke out and so kind of defeated the purpose. Uh, but these are AU peace dollars. So these are peace dollars uh, that were almost uncirculated so just right before they were uh going to be graded uh these these made it into the hands of people who didn't spend them somebody took uh really really good care of these the the nice part about these is uh, a lot of the the dollars you know when you're going back and you know going back like a hundred years uh silver's toned it's all toned and uh, those things, these don't have that. So these were well, well preserved, really nice looking. We ran uh, AUP's dollars uh, back in the early summer, 
silver was about five dollars lower. Uh, they were at, they were at six hundred dollars at the time. I got a great deal on these today, six hundred and thirty dollars a roll on AU piece dollars. Here's the thing: I, I, I've only got fifty rolls. Uh, there is a bag out there, AU piece dollars, six hundred and thirty dollars in. Uh, my guy that 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 uh, is getting ready to ship them to me says, "Hey, listen, these they're really nice looking. Uh, so uh, silver eagles are, you know, they're unobtainable. They're too expensive anyway. You don't want to pay thirty five or thirty six dollars. So think about it. you're going to be able to buy an AU piece dollar, go all the way back to the nineteen twenties, uh, and buy them, you know, an AU condition, uh, and buy them for significantly less than a silver eagle." Uh, that's that's just uh, a good opportunity. So if you want to put some silver away, you want something that really looks nice, you know, uh, we got junk silver, you know, the, the dimes and the quarters and the half dollars, and you know what those look like, right? They're, they were, they've been used, right? And they've got all the toning and all that stuff on it. Uh, these don't have that. So these are going to look like they're going to look like they're, they're new. And I wouldn't say brand new, but you know they're they're going to have uh, that luster you normally don't see. So uh, AU piece dollars uh, at six hundred and thirty dollars a roll at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Now Pfizer. So there's been talk, and at least this morning it was on every channel about are we going to have a vaccine by November? And, and a lot of people say we won't. Some say we will. Uh, I don't know. I don't. You know, saying you have a vaccine and actually getting people to take the vaccine—two different things. But uh, Pfizer CEO confirmed this morning that the results from its large-scale late-stage trial. This is a Pfizer uh, BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. Vaccine. It's called BNT. So the letters BNT162B2. BNT162B2 should be available next month if the trials go the way they're hoping. And I guess they're already kind of in the trial stage. Like I said, they've already got 23,000 people that have signed up. That's all the details I have. So I, I don't know, you know, and I said for a long time about the about the vaccines, you know, the fastest vaccine we ever had was the mumps, which which took four years. Uh, we've got two lines open right now. I got my wife's here, Sarah's here, uh, Arlene is here. If you want the AU piece rolls, six hundred and thirty dollars a roll at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Just stay on hold. We'll get to you in the order uh, that you called. Uh, but the mumps took four years. Now, granted, the government wasn't paying for like we've paid for all of the taxpayer has paid for all of this stuff. Pfizer hasn't spent a nickel. Matter of fact, Pfizer's making money from us trying to come up with this vaccine. Which you know, find it. That's what the way we decided to go. That's the way we decided to go. But can we really do it this fast? And is it going to be safe? Uh, and, and part of what takes so long is, you, you know, it's got to be regulated. Uh, what, what if the, the mixture's wrong? Uh, what if they have 
uh, instead of dead cells, they got live cells, right? Remember polio? They tried to rush polio, and it ended up killing 40,000 people. I mean, you know, trying to rush it. Uh, and I think a lot of people are, are already leery of vaccines. And I think just the the speed of this, and and, and it just makes me, I, I don't know about everybody else. I know I'm not, yeah, I don't want to take it. I don't want to take any vaccine. That's just where I'm at right now. And, and I am positive that they're going to come up with something that if you don't take it, well, guess what? You can't do A, you can't do B, you can't do C, right? Your kids can't go to school, you can't go to work, blah, 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 but kind of force it all upon. That's just what I think is going to happen. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Just like that, uh, over half of them are already gone. Uh, so if you're looking to get these AUP rolls, uh, jump on it now, 800-951-0592. They're $630 a roll. Uh, we got two lines open again, so uh, the calls are coming in steady here. Uh, we got 22 rolls left and whatever the girls are working on right now. Uh, the Dow down 750, so near the lows of the day. The S&P down 120, NASDAQ down 500, Gold's down 7. I'm not real worried. Uh, it, 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 it's one of those wipe them out days. Uh, we'll see tomorrow we're going to have uh, the government's jobs number. Apparently, and I don't know, but apparently the Census Bureau workers are going to be in there. So uh, the report may be bigger than expected. But they say that every every month, it seems like to me. So we'll wait for, for the government number. Um, anything below a million is going to be disappointing to me. Because it just tells you things aren't really where they need to be. My guess, if I was to guess, three, four hundred thousand, something like that, would be my guess. But uh, again, jobless claims today, eight eighty-one. But this was a new metric; they didn't like how they were counting them, so they changed it, uh, and and uh, and it's less, how not a lot less, right? I mean, it's like okay, you know, last last week we were uh, just over a million, so this week, you know, it's a one hundred twenty thousand less. Uh, most people, at least the commentary that I'm reading, is saying the only reason we're below a million this week was because the metrics that they, this new metrics. Uh, so we'll have to wait for next week. But the d- jobs number tomorrow, then remember, we've got the holiday. So Patriot is closed on Monday. 1010 here in Phoenix is closed. Colorado were closed as well. So uh, both the Colorado radio station and the Patriot office in Colorado were all closed on Monday. So you have between now and tomorrow to do business, and my guess is knowing us will close early tomorrow. Uh, so if you want to get business done, do it. Remember, we're buying here, paying cash right here in Phoenix. If you want to sell any of your gold so far, uh, yeah, uh, one taker in, in two days. Uh, but uh, uh, we're here if you need it, 800 951 Radio News Hour and. uh Thank you, everybody, again. I know it's a lot of crazy stuff going on out there. Uh, Maybe if we just focus more on faith than anything else, we could be in a better place, right? God bless everybody. we got one more show before the holiday week. If you're getting out of town early, just be safe out there. Take care. God bless. We'll be back for one last show tomorrow.